from the studios of Adventist World Radio in Pune. Hello and a very warm welcome to our international English service. In our program today, we bring inspiring music and interesting nature study. With more music coming in, we shall end our program with a message from God's Word. This is your host Sharad and I am Maureen and you are listening to Adventist World Radio, The Voice of Hope. Let's begin our program with a song. Time comes I want to be ready 
comes to take me when my Jesus comes to take me take me Let's discover what was the world like when God created it. To know more on God's word, you could also write to us. Here's our mailing address. Adventist World Radio, Post Box number 17, Pune 411001, Maharashtra, India. You could also email us on adventistmediacenter@gmail.com. You may also follow our programs on our website awr.org/englishprogram. Okay, we are into the third part of our uh, talks on renewing your passion for life or shaken faith and shattered hope. We had based our talk on Luke 24 verses 13 through 32. And we saw that how with the coming of Jesus and if we were to follow his lifestyle we had to have passion you know being a christian and not having the passion within us just doesn't go along together so in order to be a christian we have to have the passion passion for life and we saw in the previous talk about how we could lose our passion for life we saw that the reasons which caused this loss of passion was first of all doubt and then disappointment and then disbelief or unbelief and discouragement if these things come into our lives we sort of lose our passion today we are going to dwell a little bit on what are the remedies for lost passion now let's look at the remedies for lost passion those are the reasons for the lost passion what were they we saw that maybe you have lost your passion maybe because you had allowed doubt to come in maybe you have allowed the discouragement to come into your life and maybe you have let some of these other things to come into your life disbelief and also disappointments these things will always come but what can we do number 1 we can remember god's plan you know in verse 26 of luke 24 Jesus said to his disciples Ought not Christ to have suffered these things and entered into his glory They were all down about the cross They thought that the cross was a disaster They thought the cross was defeat They were down in the mouth because their savior suffered and died 
he had been humiliated. He died the death of a criminal. But Jesus said to them, as he showed them the scripture, Ought not Christ have suffered? Isn't this what the prophets have said that he would do? Isn't this what had to happen if sinners such as you and I were to be saved? He pointed out to them that the cross was not a defeat. The cross, in fact, was victory. The cross was not a tragedy. The cross was triumph. The cross was not the end. The cross was the beginning. Did you get that? You know, it is Jesus who is saying this. He points out to his disciples, cross is not a defeat. Cross is a victory. Cross was not a tragedy. It was a triumph. And cross was not the end, but it was the beginning. But then, had there been no Calvary, there wouldn't have been any resurrection. That the cross was necessary in the plan of God to restore his people back to him. And friends, had there been no cross, remember, there wouldn't have been any resurrection. And he showed them, ought not Christ have to suffer these things? He had to suffer it for you and for me. This was God's plan. And so you must remember God's plan to recapture your passion in your life. And God, he has a plan for you. His plan may be for you to suffer sometimes. His plan may be for you to fail sometimes. His plan may be for you to have change of direction in your life sometime. But you must always remember that it is God's plan, the things which are happening in your life. You know, really and truly, all these health and wealth guys who preach that the only thing that should happen to a Christian is that he has to be rich, he has to be wealthy, he has to have some fancy cars in his garage, and then they never have to suffer any sickness. You know, all of these preachers who say this would have said indirectly that the cross was a defeat. But Jesus would say sometimes, God's plan is for us to suffer. Sometimes God's plan is to, for us to become sick. And sometimes God's plan is for us to go through a sorrowful state. And sometimes God's plan for us is in tears. Sometimes that is the only way God can get our attention. Remember that God has a plan for your life. You know, many times we tend to forget God in our life. When everything is going good, 
we don't lack anything. In fact, we crave for things which is uh, luxurious. It is moments like that when God allows some things to happen to us and through tears we remember Him. And that is God's plan to bring us back to Him. Secondly, return to God's promises. Look at what he said in verse 26 of Luke 24. And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded unto them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. Now we know how Christ loved the Bible. He discussed it with the doctors of law when he was just 12 years old in the temple. Remember that scene? His parents had been looking for him for three days and they found him at Jerusalem, you know, arguing with the doctors, arguing with the teachers of the law about the scriptures. We also find him that Jesus quoted the scriptures to the Satan in the wilderness of sin. He said, it is written. And then we find him preaching from the Bible in his first sermon at Nazareth in the synagogue. We find him with an open scroll quoting the scriptures. He quoted it again and again in his ministry. Jesus loved the word of God. He knew the word of God and he used the word of God. Have you ever sat at the feet of a gifted teacher? You know, and listening to him, how your heart just leaped with joy as that teacher expounded the scripture. And he dug into the caverns of the scripture until he found the nuggets of gold in the fathomless caverns of the word of God. And your heart was thrilled as he dug out those nuggets of gold and he gave them to you. Can you imagine what it was like for those disciples at Jesus himself expounded the scriptures to them? All of the things of the scriptures concerning himself, glory. Jesus himself that day was the teacher and he taught in all the scriptures. He dug deep into it the things concerning himself. What a lesson in the word they got that day. And you see, because of that, they returned to the promises of God. Remember what they said? Isn't he speaking from the scriptures? And we fail to recognize him. That's what these two disciples had said. And now when they realized that he spoke from the scriptures and that he was Jesus, they returned to the promises of God. And my friends, one of the ways to regain passion in your life is to remember all of the promises of God for you. 
and the promises of God will tell you that God has not left you and that you are not alone, but God cares for you, that God is with you and he will never leave you, and nor will God forsake you, that God will never let you down, that God is always there. Yes, my friends, Jesus is alive and there is hope. And you don't have to give up because God is always there. So if you want passion restored, what did Jesus say? He said, remember God's plan. He said, return to God's promise. And then last of all, recognize God's presence. In verse 31, it says, And their eyes were opened, and they knew him. Oh, listen, Jesus had been with them all along as they walked down that road, and yet their eyes were closed. They failed to recognize him. But when they sat down with Jesus, when they heard him speak, Suddenly, they knew him. And when they knew him, their hearts were filled with passion. They knew him. Ladies and gentlemen, that is passion. Coming to know that Jesus was real. Coming to know that Jesus is alive. Coming to know that Jesus cares for you. That God he has passion for you. He has a passion for your life. Friends, Jesus is alive and he wants to be alive in you. That is a passion. And that will be restored in you. That passion will be restored in you. When Jesus got to where they were going, remember, Jesus made it appear like he wanted to go ahead. He said, let me go a little further. And that he made it appear that he had to go to another town. But they begged him and said, no, stay with us. Don't leave us. Stay with us. And so Jesus did. They said, come, come into our house. Come on in here. You don't have to go on now. Come on in and let us fix some supper for you. And Jesus did. They invited him in to stay. And Jesus came in and he stayed. And my friend, that is exactly what Jesus will do for you. If you will invite him in your life today, he will come in. And he will stay in your life and he will restore your passion. He will restore a meaning for your life. And if you have never invited him in, remember that he will give you a passion for life that you have never known for the first time in your life. He will give you eternal life. He said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice 
and opens the door, I will come in to him. I will stay with him and he with me. And he made as though he would go further. In other words, he was a perfect gentleman. He waited to be invited. That is what it says in the scripture. He made it as though he would go down further down the road. But they said, please, please don't go. Please come in. Now, if you want Jesus to pass you by, if you want Jesus to go further down the road and go into somebody else's life, he will. But if you want him to stop and come into your life, he will. And this choice is yours. You know, I wish my prayer could be, Father, how we thank you for this time together. We ask this day that you would speak to our hearts and lives. We know that there are those here today that have never invited Jesus into their heart. And how we pray this morning that you will speak to them. That this would be the day that they would say, Jesus, I believe that you died for me. I believe that you rose again. Jesus, come into my heart and be my Savior and my Lord. I wonder, as we just bow our heads in prayer for just a little moment more and say, today, if you have never asked Jesus to come into your heart, the Bible says to as many as receive him, to them he gives them the power to become the children of God. Salvation is a free gift. It is not a matter of religion. It is a matter of accepting Jesus in your life as Savior and Lord. The Bible says that if you receive him, he will come. If you want him to go by and go somewhere else, he will. But if you ask him, he will come into your heart. If you want him to come into your heart, he says, if anyone opens the door, I will come in and I will stay with him and he with me. What a wonderful promise he has given us. You know, if he comes into our life, we get that passion for life. And that will renew our passion in our life. God bless each one of you. sun's gone down and my night's closing in I'm sitting here all alone trying to figure out why life seems so unfair Lord this world is too heavy for one man to hold I'm feeling like it's Spinning out of control 
The Holy Scriptures says, Your world is a lamp for my feet and a light for my path. Psalms 119 verse 105 Indeed, my dear listener, what a treasure we have in God's Word. The Holy Bible is relevant to today's issues and gives solid guidance for daily living. With this, we have almost come to the end of our program. To learn more on God's Word, we would love to receive your letters on Adventist World Radio, Post Box Number 17, Pune 411-001, Maharashtra, India. You could also email us on Adventist Media Center at gmail.com. We invite you to follow our programs also on our website. That's awr.org slash English program. This is your host Sharad. And I'm Maureen signing off from Adventist World Radio. Do join us again along with your family and friends. Until we meet again via radio, we wish you goodbye. And God bless you.